Hello, and welcome to the first full-length episode of Lace Up and Listen, a podcast designed for runners of all abilities to hear fitness stories from people who've inspired me on my own running journey. I'm so excited to welcome my first guest, Lydia Shaw. Not only is she a shining beacon of positivity, she's also the founder of Jiggle Fitness, a new fitness brand designed to be full out and fun for all abilities. Thank you for joining me. It's lovely to be here. Okay, let's get started. (laughs) My first question I wanted to ask you was, what inspired you to set up Jiggle Fitness? Okay, so um, about two years ago now, I did a course that was all about self-improvement, working on yourself, called Unstoppable. And through that course, I basically stopped exercising to lose weight and to try and change my body and try and be skinny or whatever and actually to just exercise for enjoyment Mm -hmm. so firstly I changed the kind of exercise that I did because I stopped just sitting on an exercise bike for two hours until I'd burnt enough calories that I felt like I could get off um which (laughs) I don't know why I was doing that in the first place but I was or you know that kind of stuff we just force yourself to go and do something actually you're not going to enjoy and you didn't really want to be there but I think it's all about the motivation that actually makes these things enjoyable. So for me, I changed it up to doing kind of HIIT workouts, cardio kickboxing, some dance-based ones, sort of a huge variety of stuff. I mean, I love sports and dancing as well. Um, And actually to make sure that the motivation for exercising was fun and enjoy myself and get the endorphins flowing. Mm -hmm. Um, They're my favourite. And so things like that, I suppose. So that that big change in my life made a huge difference because actually then exercise was something that I could use to give myself a mood boost and to motivate myself and to get myself going. And, you know, it helps you sleep better. It helps your brain work better. It gives you more creativity. It just everything, really. I mean, the that's aside from sort of what it does to your body and I think from making that change to exercise for pleasure actually I'm the fittest and strongest I've ever been and it's actually given me a really great tool to improve my mood when I need to and it's made exercise sort of a refuge where I can find happiness and stuff and de-stress rather than something that you know you know we all know that feeling where you sit on your bed for three hours in your gym kit going I should go to the gym in a minute and actually I don't do that anymore and it's wonderful and actually part of that is going I'm too tired to go and do a workout today so I'm not going to do it and I think that's really important because you have your rest day and then the next day your body feels like it wants to do something so sorry that was a long story but basically um making the change from um exercising to try and lose weight or try and get skinny and actually just to exercise for pleasure to do things that I enjoy and to use it as a tool to boost my mood and I guess so Jiggle is about inspiring that in everyone I passionately believe that people of all fitness levels should be able to work out together and I think um, I've always been very active and I think sometimes I've found that people don't want to come to exercise classes with me because I want to do something crazy and they're like that's a bit much lid Mm -hmm. so for me it was partly about having something that people everyone can come to at whatever stage of their fitness journey they're at there's so many modifications in it so if you're coming back to exercise or starting or if you do it every day for five hours we've got such a variety in the class as you know and so um you know everyone being able to exercise together and support each other with positivity and just have a really welcoming environment that was sort of encourage people to come do it because I also think sometimes gyms can 
be a bit intimidating for well for anyone I mean particularly I think people who feel that they that um maybe they aren't as fit as they'd like to be I think sometimes gyms can be very intimidating places they shouldn't be but sometimes people I know feel they are and so I wanted it to also be somewhere that people feel safe and comfortable exercising and getting that mood boost de-stressing because let's face it we all need it and just having a great time uh-huh. I'm so glad you set it up because honestly it's been like the highlight of my week and my Aww. exercise week <laughs> so Aww, many weeks you. now whenever I can't come I'm just thinking oh my goodness I'm missing out on Jiggle this week Aww, and it's great lovely. to meet yeah like you say all the different people that come in it's it's such a variety and even if you think oh my goodness I can only do one burpee today then it doesn't even matter because you're just there to have fun and yeah enjoy yeah exactly yourself, so. yeah and I think also it's because it's got the whole so many options that it's that thing where you can build and you can see yourself progressing you can only do one burpee this week but actually after four weeks you've kind of got a few more in and I think for me that's been one of the absolute things that just makes my heart sore when running that I just love seeing the progress in people and people that came in and they they sort of did the low impact options when they started and now you know they've been coming every week for maybe three or four months and now they can actually do the full cardio tracks with all the jumps and like that pro- watching that progress just makes me so happy and seeing that seeing us grow. push ourselves yeah, yeah exactly obviously I always force people to push themselves <laughs> to their limit that's the thing it's not about pushing yourself to anyone else's limit it's about pushing yourself to your limit and pushing yourself because it's not about comparing yourself it's about giving yourself your workout and supporting mm-hmm. everyone with where they're at yeah that's really cool yeah um, <laughs> Okay, so you said you wanted to set it up to move away from exercising to lose weight or exercising to burn X amount of calories or exercising because you felt like society or whoever was telling you that you should. Has that changed the way you think about your own body when you exercise? I know you say it's changed the types of exercise you do, Mm. but has it changed your mindset about your body and how it performs? Yeah, I think it definitely has changed the way I feel about my body. I think, obviously, growing up in the media, there is so much about being skinny. You don't see a range of body types represented in the media, in advertising, in films, in TV, in magazines. You just don't see it. All you see are skinny figures. Now, the thing is, a lot of body positivity has gone towards, oh, don't be skinny. But the thing is, some people are, naturally. Mm. And I think it's about embracing your body type you've been given and for me I was not skinny growing up and I mean I was smaller than I was now but I I had you know we were growing up at ballet in leotards and stuff and I was so self-conscious and you know it's so silly when you look back at it now but at the time you know you were so self-conscious and I definitely starved myself and didn't eat enough because I was so worried about that and I think through some courses that I've done particularly that unstoppable course and actually learning to enjoy the exercise I think what I actually now really celebrate is the strength of my body I mean I've got an arse on me and I've got some legs on me but and but the truth is they're what allow me to do what I love doing and I think that is so important and actually actually now rather than going oh my god why was getting I'm actually like I celebrate the strength of my muscles and and I also think actually it's the whole body positive thing it's really just about celebrating what your body can do. And I think sometimes, obviously, we all get dragged down that aesthetic route sometimes. Oh, my God, I've got a spot. Oh, what's mm-hmm. happening? But actually, I think it's so important to remember that our bodies work. We we breathe. I mean, that in itself is a miracle. We, 
we can heal ourselves when we're cut or ill. We can, you know, we're so lucky to have to walk and see and hear and like, like we take all, all this stuff for granted. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. whenever I'm having that moment where I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be fat today. I'm just like oh my god you can breathe and you can jump around and you can dance and you can do burpees like <laughs> pull yourself together girl and I think I definitely think like for me it's been a massive um yeah it has been a massive thing and I think it makes me feel so much happier so much better in my own skin and probably inspires me to seek out more strength and to keep working and get better in the cardio because that's what I'm what I'm now trying to achieve is to sort of celebrate and improve what my body can do rather than improve the way it looks. I mean, mm. I was at um, a class a couple of months ago and I was really enjoying myself until the lady was like, think how many calories you're burning. You can look good on the beach. And I was like, how do you know I don't look good on the beach already? <laughs> you know? It's not um, up to her to decide. Exactly. Yeah. And also that basically just ruined the class for me. So I was like, but I wasn't worrying about that. And now I am. And it's it's just so silly so for me like jiggle is a completely it's completely devoid like we just it's banned talking about you know skinny or calories or anything like that because we're not there to change our bodies in some way that actually they're not even going to change to because your body has a natural shape and your metabolism changes if you stop eating so really you may get a, lose a little bit but actually you're not really going to be able to massively change that shape that lovely shape of your body that's completely natural mm. so we're there to celebrate to get stronger together to get fitter together have a great time and feel good and um and yeah so I think I think definitely it has been a big shift and just in terms of actually just celebrating what it can do rather than criticizing it for what it looks like because actually that is just so irrelevant Mm. Yeah. yeah I've been doing lots of reading about things like diet culture and what you're saying about like you can lose some weight but your body has a natural weight that it wants to get back to and um, I've been doing yeah lots of reading and research about that and I think it's really interesting to hear about how you said you used to feel, feel like you even had to well essentially yeah starve yourself to look a certain way do you think it's changed your relationship to food as well as your body does it change your eating habits kind of realizing that actually I'm not doing this to look a certain way I'm doing it to feel a certain way yeah I definitely think that it has changed my relationship with food I mean I look back at pictures of myself when I was 16 and let's face it I was pretty much exactly the same size that I am now but now I eat food and cake and Nando's and stuff um we love Nando's um, <laughs> but I think definitely it has I think viewing food as a fuel for your day, a fuel for all the awesome things you're going to do and healthy and help to help build your immune system. So I definitely think that I try and get in, sort of make sure that I'm eating the right stuff. I mean, we all do go off track sometimes, you know, for special days. But I think, I think it's also that thing, actually, exercise for me makes me want to eat better. I don't know if you find that, but I think when you get into that pattern of not really exercising and then you start eating rubbish and then you're stressed and then you eat more rubbish it makes you feel awful and actually if you I think when when you're exercising and you eat good food actually you feel amazing and it's not about losing weight or dieting it's just actually what feels good in your body I don't um I don't know if you've ever done much intuitive eating but I explored it a bit and actually I think it's I think it's really a really valid way of doing it actually I think like when you're 
when your body's craving salt and you know when you want something salty, it's probably because you've sweated and you need some salt. And sometimes you're you're craving like a proper like meaty or proteiny if you're veggie or vegan, like like a proteiny meal or something really proper. But you know, sometimes we also sometimes like actually I haven't done much exercise today. I'm not that hungry actually. I'd rather just have a salad. And I don't just mean lettuce. I mean like with avocado or some beans or tuna or whatever you know so that it's a proper wholesome salad but sometimes you want something lighter and I think intuitive eating is really good because actually a couple of weeks ago I did um two hours of dancing before I did jiggle and so I've been doing really full-out exercise for three hours and we went we went Fernando's um, and then, <laughs> and then I got home what else? what else and then I got home and then kind of had an early dinner of like beans on toast and then about sort of eight o'clock I was so hungry and I was like what is wrong with me I had food I had lunch and then I had beans on toast for dinner and I was so hungry and then I was like yeah but actually three hours of absolute full-on pushing yourself exercise you probably do need a bit more food and I think mm. and then I was like yeah actually I, I probably did need a bit more fuel that day and I think actually making sure that you're eating the right amount for what you're doing is probably really based in the, that feet that just pause for a moment and actually think what do I want to eat? What will make me feel good rather than going biscuits? That's it, because I think, yeah, <laughs> society kind of makes us feel guilty for feeling hungry. Like, but feeling mm. hungry is normal because you want to replenish yeah. your energy after you, like, I don't know, worked out for three hours or something like that, <laughs> which is more than I'd probably do in a normal day. But, yeah, uh, I think it's also about eating the right stuff so making that you're not having saturated fat you're going for unsaturated fats like good fats like avocado or nuts nuts, yeah nuts and that kind of stuff but or like you know like sort of wholemeal that sort of thing like going for the right you know lean protein things that keep your energy yeah so basically like you need fats and proteins to keep you full and make you satisfied and if you completely cut that out you're not really nourishing your body and you'll want to just eat carbs all day, which won't. I don't. This whole cutting stuff out thing. I'm like, no, you've got to have. You've got to have enough, but just have sensible portions and eat the right kinds of that food. So don't eat like rubbish. So like instead of having like something really fatty, like I don't know, like a Mars bar or chips or something, have like some nuts or some raisins or avocado I don't know just eat basically eating the right types of those foods rather than cutting stuff out because that doesn't Mm. really help your body because you need them all to function yeah I think we've all been through things where we think oh I'm going to cut out carbs or I'm going to cut out sugar and then I'm going to cut something else out and then it's just like an endless Mm. cycle isn't it because then you end up eating loads of it because you think oh my gosh I can't believe that I've never I have I haven't let myself have a have a Mars bar for three weeks. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh now I'm yeah. going to eat twelve of them at once just to make up for that. Well, mm. I don't know. And there's the whole a... thing as well that actually your brain runs off the carbohydrates. That's the only thing that it can run off. So if you stop eating carbohydrate, your brain's not going to function. And I'm like, I, we've all been there. And I'm like, what was I doing? Like, mm. when you look back, it's, it's hindsight is a wonderful <laughs> hindsight thing. Hindsight is a wonderful yeah. thing. If we'd known this, then you know. Uh-huh. Would have been very wise 15 year olds. Oh <laughs> well, who is wise at 15? Yeah. I don't know many wise 15 year olds, but uh, here we are. We, yeah. made, we made it through. Okay, so you talked a bit about your relationship with food, your changing relationship with exercise as well, and how that can influence your mood and loads of aspects of your life. But what does it actually mean 
to be healthy to you? How would you describe being healthy? So I think healthy is a word that gets thrown around a lot. And actually, people use it for different meanings to mean different things. And actually, it's not always that kind of whole encompassing health that we all need. And so for me, healthy mind is as important as a healthy body. And I focus a lot on that in so every week I send out a a mood boost email to all my jiggle fans and on that I focus a lot on the sort of mental health mental sort of the positive mental attitude kind of thing and actually looking after your mind as well because I think it's so important to have a ha- happy healthy mind and they go hand in hand the physical and the mental health um because Obviously, the exercise gives you the endorphins, as we know, my favourite legally blonde quote. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. <laughs> but, um, that is true. That is true. <laughs> um, but so, the, you know, obviously you get the endorphins and exercise itself releases, a, you know, it reduces stress. It reduces depression. It helps you sleep, which in itself reduces those as well it gives you the endorphins it boosts your creativity and your productivity obviously I mean we should clearly be doing a lot of it you know and it the what it's shown to do for your mind as well is phenomenal but I think on top of what sort of exercise and fitness does for your mind we need to also all be working on our minds because actually it's very easy in this world to get stressed and sort of buried under mountains of do this, do that, good, you know, it's adulting, basically, it's very stressful, Um, so I think, you know, we should all be spending a lot more time focusing on looking after our brains and our mental well-being, Um, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to have a mental illness to need to do that, Um, and I think there's, I mean, I could go on forever about this, but, and this is one of my biggest passions, and actually probably one of the other reasons I set up Jiggle as well, is actually to boost people's mood it's sort of their mood but also their confidence and the way they feel about themselves but I think there's a couple that for me are hugely important so number one is gratitude um if you don't realize and appreciate what you have then how on earth can you ever really be happy with it because if you don't value what you've got you'll never realize how lucky you are and how they won't bring you the right amounts of happiness um, I mean, oh God, I could like literally go on about this forever. Sort of yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, it's very easy to look at what other people have and think, oh my God, I don't have that. And that can really get you down sometimes because it can, it's not, you know, it's not that typical, oh my God, they've got this, that coat I really, really want. It's not, you know, we're at the stage of life where it is probably things like you see people getting married or having babies and that can be really hard. But actually it's realising that you also have an amazing life and what, what your life brings you and also you know what you can put out there as well um and there's a lot of research on happiness actually actually having a purpose feeling like what you're doing is helping people and it's really making a difference that can actually massively boost your happiness um I mean other things actually one of the one another really big one is kindness um the research on that is kind of phenomenal they did this experiment I should probably be able to cite where this is from, but I don't know. And um, they did this experiment. <laughs> we'll let you off. Yeah, where they gave um, five pounds to. They got a group of people. They split it in half. They gave five pounds to all of them. Half of the group was sent off to spend it on themselves. The other half were sent off to spend it on other people. And the people who spent it on other people were significantly happier. They repeated the experiment, but gave everyone twenty-five pounds to either spend on themselves or other people. And actually, obviously, again, the people that did it for other people were happier, but. 
actually it didn't matter how much money was spent it was just about the act of helping someone of doing something kind and that actually is such an easy thing to implement into our lives that's interesting yeah because sometimes you think oh my goodness I don't have enough of I don't have enough money I don't have enough friends I don't Mm. have enough whatever whereas then it's just it doesn't matter how much Mm. it's not it's quality not quantity yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um so yeah I I mean I could literally go on about this for forever but I think definitely um you know mindfulness meditation gratitude all of those things are so, so, so important. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if anyone wants to hear more about my obsession with positivity <laughs> and happiness, they can follow the, they can sign up to the Jiggle Mood Boost email because then um, you can hear me going on about this for hours. Otherwise, your uh-huh. podcast will literally be like three hours long. <laughs> I have to put a note in the, I think there are show notes where I can add in some links. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so can, yeah. Uh... Yeah, so you can have a look in the show notes for um, that link. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think making sure you take care of your mind and your mental health is as important as taking care of your body in a health way, but also in a fitness way. And I think once you do, you're in a much better position to actually really live a strong, happy, confident, wholesome life. <laughs> That's my okay. wisdom no, for today. That sounds really cool. But on a personal level, yeah. say you're having a really down day, you're on Instagram, you're seeing people in their bikinis, you're getting sucked into the vortex of social media. Yeah. What sort of, I don't know, what sort of self-care would you practice Ooh, to keep positive question. or bring yourself back mm. into? Okay, so first of all, when I'm having a really stressful time where I'm sort of get, get myself down, first thing I do is I do some, a lot of journaling, actually. Oh, cool. So, uh, it's that sort of I mean the the age-old exercises get a pen get a piece of paper set a timer for five minutes and just write about how you're feeling I mean I don't do that anymore because I start writing and it all spews out anyway so <laughs> it's gonna come out but um so I do a lot of that because I actually find that once I start writing I realize what's wrong with me oh you mean you don't set the timer anymore oh yeah sorry no I do the journaling I just yeah. um yeah no the, the writing spews out so I don't need to set the timer um so yeah, and I often find out through that what's actually wrong because often it's not really what I think is wrong with me. And actually, or so, well, sometimes instead that I'll write a list of everything that I think might be bothering me. And as soon as I write down the thing that's actually bothering me, I'm like, aha. And um, and then, but you know, then you've got kind of a list of your worries and what you're thinking. And then actually, then I go through and I deal with them. And I'm like, okay, I'm worried that, um, for example. Uh, well, say sometimes I'm like, I'm worried I'm not going to have enough people at Jiggle on a Sunday. And then I'm like, okay, well, can you change that? Okay, and this is one of my big things for things you're worried about. It's like, can you change it? If you can, do something. If you can't, don't worry. And so if you can do something, do Simple, what you can. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're like, it's okay, so say I'm worried about that, and that's getting me stressed. Then what I'll do is I'll send some messages out, put a bit of stuff out. That's all I can do. And then whoever comes will have a great time, you know, and actually things like that. I suppose, yeah, and I think also things... That, one of the other things I use to get myself out of funks like that is actually to write a massive gratitude list, write up everything that I need to be grateful for. Because once you start writing, you realise that you literally cannot write down everything that you have. And I think when you do that, you're like, whoa. So because, you know, you start going, oh, thank you for the fact that I have a house and thank you for, you know, having a roof in my head. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. Thank you. And then you kind of thank you for being able to run and jump. Thank you for you know the ability to see thank you for being able to listen to music or and actually once you start writing all these things you're like thank you for running water and then actually Uh 
you realise that you have, Just how much so, you have so much. I mean, <laughs> we're having our kitchen redone at the moment and we were without hot water for a while. We still don't have a washing machine. Um, but even just the ability to have a shower, I am still like, oh, my God, massive gratitude. <laughs> but you forget all these things that you can have mm. on a daily basis right there in the palm of your hand. I think So I think gratitude is one of the biggest things. So journaling and gratitude are the things I massively use to get me out of funk. Okay. Also, another thing is I think it's really good to have a list of things I got I didn't I didn't come up with this myself I'd like to say I did this from a course I was doing having a list of things that when you're in that mood you can turn to to just boost your mood so it might be a list like light candles have a bath put on a face mask um paint my nails um go to a friend's house go out for coffee and you know have a shower have uh what else do we enjoy um read a book watch some tv sit in bed put on a onesie that's a big one. Um, call your mum, call your friend, or organise. Sometimes, for me, it's even just organising something for a few... So I know I'm going to see someone in a few days. Or, something to look forward and to. And if you yeah. have a list of these things that you can refer back to when you're having a bad day, then I think that's a really, really good one as well. Those are things that help pull me out of my funk. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to ask you was, yeah. who inspires you? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, so there's a woman who runs a company in Australia called Body Image Movement, and her name's Taryn Brumfit, and she is a goddess. She literally, <laughs> she's changed my life. She is one of the biggest sort of motivators in this change to enjoy my body and celebrate it and, you know, embrace it, really. <laughs> so basically, she's done this documentary called Embrace, and it is honestly one of the most life-changing things. I think everyone needs to see it. It's like seven pounds, I think, on Amazon. Um, it's just... Well, every penny. Oh, my God. Literally, I've said to all my friends, buy it. And if it doesn't make you ball and change your life, then in a good ball in a good way, <laughs> then I will give you the money back. Because it honestly, literally, one of my, I'll tell you the best quote from it. Because this is just, your body is not an ornament. It is the vehicle to your dreams. And I'm like, yes, right? Your body is not an ornament for people to look at and comment on and you know your body is yours and it's for you to achieve awesome things like um but people who are achieving amazing things people who climb Everest or you know Olympians or you know any of these people doing awesome things they're not there criticizing whether the hair's the right color or whether they should have a haircut they're there you know doing awesome things with their body and that's, I think, so, that's just such a wise quote because it's actually, like, mm. it just reminds you What that was it again? Your body is not an ornament. It is the vehicle to your dreams. Amazing. And I'm like, yes. Um, anyway, so her, her film is phenomenal. It just highlights so many things. And one of the things at the end, she's kind of, it's like an open thing to her daughter. And she's like, my darling girl, don't waste another second of your life being at war with your body. And I I mean, I was bawling by this. Like, um, <laughs> but it's so true. And I'm like, why have I wasted 25 years of my life hating my body, feeling so uncomfortable? So I'm like, you know, you can't leave the house until you feel, you know, starving yourself, doing, you know, when I was 15, I was starving myself and also doing like half an hour of abs every night because I thought, you know, oh, people might like me more, which is so stupid. It is, um, isn't it? Why will we like why that? Why will we like that? But, you know, and I think it's just, yeah, it's true. We don't we don't need to waste any more time letting huge companies 
make us feel rubbish about ourselves because that that ultimately is the thing. It's when I I think I shared this on Facebook the other day. It's that actually, if tomorrow all women decided they loved their bodies, how many industries would go out of business? I mean, think about it. You've got what a lot of fitness people who literally just market themselves on making people hate their body you know you need that bikini body or lose weight get ready for the summer or get, get shredded, ready for that yeah, get yeah. shredded get ready for that christmas dress you know or uh-huh. all that stuff is slowing down for your wedding yeah, yeah. oh my gosh so, so you know fitness you've got beauty makeup you've got clothing because you know if you don't have the right clothing oh no you know you've got to have and the thing is fashion's great it's a way for people to you know let out their true self and I think that's wonderful but people can be very critical of what's worn you know and you've got I think what else like diet brands what else would you go out of business so many things just like everything and actually once you realize that you realize that all of this all of this like stuff that's built into society this hate you know this self-hatred they encourage is literally to make money and then you're like whoa and then we need to like <laughs> take a step back and realize that actually it's it's just because people are trying to make money out of us that we've been made to hate these hate our bodies and it's it's not just women it's the same for men too they're being told they have to be muscular and some people just that's not what their body type is and that you know people who that's not their body type are trying to build to look like bodybuilders and it's just it's just so it takes up. away from everything else that they could be doing with their yeah. life. They're so focused on that one aspect that then what other yeah. amazing things they're missing out on. And the fat shaming, yeah. is that I think JK Rowling, what's the thing? She's like, is fat really the worst thing a person can be? Mm. And I mean, what was it? It's something more than that. She's saying, oh, what was it? I can't remember, but I think that was the crux of it. Is that actually, is that really the worst? Because you know. People can be really nasty. And actually, what you look like is so irrelevant in terms of who you are, how how you're, you know, when you, when we die, people will not care how much money we had, whether we fitted into that size eight dress or whether we had to buy the 10 or the 12 <laughs> or the 18 or whatever. No one cares. You know, when you're, when you're 80, you'll be like, Meh, I looked really hot, you know, <laughs> let's face it. But when you, you know, what people will remember when we're gone, are the differences that we made to their lives, how we treated them, and you know how kind we were, and and that sort of thing. And I think we're made to feel like if we lose that little bit of weight, we'll be perfect. Everyone will love us. But frankly, people love you anyway. Also, can I just say, right? We all think we have fat days. Right? When I think I'm having a fat day, no one would notice the difference. And then my friends say, oh, I'm having a fat day, and I'm like, you look the same. But it's just mm-hmm. like in our heads, and. Yeah, I heard this thing as well that was somebody was saying we use fat as an emotion, like we say, Oh, I feel fat. Yeah. But actually you don't feel fat. You're no fatter than you were yesterday. You can't it's not physically possible yeah. to be any different really from yesterday. Yeah. It's rather you feel a bit down or you feel a bit lonely or something's mm. happened to make you it's like a knock on thing, but you rather than just accepting that emotion, you say, Oh, I just feel fat. That's mm. why I feel upset. It's so interesting, isn't it? Rather than unpacking the actual yeah, reason that you're wrong. feeling that way. Mm. Oh, that's so that's a good one. Mm. It's also that thing where it's like people are thinking about you 80% less than you think they are. Because we're very... You're so self-centred humans, without Humans are very it, egocentric yeah. and it's, it's not in a nasty way, but it's like 
no one really cares which pair of shoes you wear or what, whether you bring the brown bag or the black bag. Or, but we agonise over these decisions, thinking people will judge us about everything. And actually, I mean, if someone asked me what someone else wore to a party, I mean, unless they're, it was a really significant one where we took thousands of pictures and I keep looking at them, really, I probably won't remember what they wore to that party. You won't likely remember the fun you had. Yeah, yeah. I'll remember yeah. the funny thing that happened or that we had two desserts or... Or we we had a great time dancing on the dance floor. I won't remember what I wore or what my makeup looked like or which shade of lipstick I went for no, in I the was end. Say, or you bothered to paint your nails. Or <laughs> oh my yeah, god, that's yeah. so true. Because I always forget, I and then everyone else is talking about what colour they're going, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but I think I think that's another really good one to remember is that actually most people don't really care, and not in, in a good way because actually they're far more interested in. Your what you're talking about yeah. when you had fun and if you had a laugh and if you went on an adventure and you did stuff. The last question I would like to ask you yeah. is obviously I'm training for Paris Marathon next year. Yeah. Would you ever run a marathon? Is that oh something that's on your bucket list? <laughs> the London Marathon was always on my bucket list, but I think I don't know. Whenever I run, my ankles and my feet don't really appreciate it, but I, I love the idea of it as a goal. But I think um, I definitely should run more. Because the thing is, when I watch Do you enjoy you, it enough, though? Is it so? Nice? I love it when it's sunny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me too. The thing is, like, I watch you and Emily training and running, and I always am so inspired by you, and I'm like, I should get running. Um, but I think it's just fitting it in, isn't it? But um, I think I think it's so amazing that you're doing it. And it I'm can gonna, be time-consuming, yeah. I'm going to be so jealous. The mileage when you get gets yeah, that's so true. But I think I think what you guys do is so amazing, and I love watching you guys achieve all these amazing things. Okay, um, so you're running jiggle classes every Sunday at eleven o'clock. Yeah. Um, remind us how you could get involved with those. And um, so you can either find us on Twitter or Instagram at Jiggle Fitness or Facebook. We're on there. We've also got a website www.jigglefitness.co.uk. Um, so drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you if you've listened to this, and it sounds like your kind of thing we'd absolutely love to have you it's open to absolutely everybody the whole point is that it doesn't matter where you are in your fitness journey if you'd like to get started or keep working or um smash out a thousand burpees in a minute do it um so yeah drop us a message if you'd like to come we're at the bridge which is near london bridge in london (laughs) um but we'd we'd love to have you and what would you say to someone who's almost convinced but just needs that final push to come along (laughs) and what I would say is don't be nervous about it everyone who comes is lovely is supportive is always absolutely willing on everyone in the room it's such a friendly vibe and we have so much fun as well as working out but also it's just a really nice environment to come and try something new if you haven't tried it before or if you're wanting to get back into exercise there's plenty of options so you can just work at whatever level you need to work at and just just come and try it nothing bad will happen. try anything once try everything once exactly come and see what it is we're very friendly I promise so that was the first episode of Lace Up and Listen with the lovely Lydia Shaw. Um, if you want to um, keep involved with the with this podcast, there hopefully will be next another episode coming every week uh, for the next few weeks. So you can um, 
subscribe or download on all sorts of different podcast platforms. I think it's pretty much all of them now, but um, I'll keep my eyes peeled and let you know. Um, And happy running. I'll see you next week.